Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Tavius Bernard, we got him here in the Rooster Studio today. Welcome, Tavius. Good to be back. Good Dude, to be back. Thanks for coming back on the show. For those of you that don't know, Tavius was on season one. Uh, and I it was episode 14. I think yeah. so. Uh, but at any rate, if you haven't heard that episode, make sure to go check that out. Because you'll notice from that episode to this episode, big old contrast. Very different sound. Very different sound, man. Uh, so that song we just heard was called Lord Calvert. Tell us a little bit about the new style, the new sound, how, you know, what you're drawing inspiration from. How did this new sound come about? Because it shocked the hell out of us, and we love it. 
I will be a quarter of a century old in like six months. Okay. And I don't know. I feel like it's time for me to finally grow up sound wise. Cause like, I don't, I don't want to like shit on the hip hop guys or anything, but we all can't use 808s. We all can't use the same like Lex Luger and Metro Boomin drum kits. Like you got to switch <laughs> it up. Yeah. So this was me sitting down playing the drums, like figuring out what I sound like, what I want to sound like. And I'm not like mad about what I sound like. like Dude, this we're is not it. either. <laughs> Are we? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, really. Um, so, so this whole song started with a drum beat. Oh, yeah. Do they normally start with drum beats? Um, This particular album is going to be like, different because like the whole live drum aspect yeah kind of changes everything up but most of them were me like sitting down like okay let me try to play some it's got to be like precise but like not too like cliche yeah like the whole disco thing that like if i was going to do something like that i'd have to spice it up a little bit right kinda, and then build the song around it so that's basically what it was like building everything from the ground up yeah Tell me about Lord Calvert. Yeah, where did the name for that song come about, man? Were you just playing some medieval video games and you were like, "This no? This came from uh, being broke as fuck. Um, you see, when you live check to check, or what, do I call, what did I call it? I call it experimenting with poverty. Okay. So when you're experimenting with poverty... But you want to like live a little. You can't drink off the top shelf, so you got to find some bottom shelf stuff. Like you some like southern can comfort. Tolerate. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> some of that homemade vodka. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. Currently experiencing that now. Yeah, dude. But Lord Calvert is like Canadian whiskey, and everybody thinks it's gonna be trash because it's like seven dollars for uh, the seven fifty. Like the seven. What is that? What's that fifth. called? That's a fifth. fifth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, everybody thinks it's going to be trash, but I have put many of my friends down with that bottle. Oh, okay. I might have to try me some Lord Calvert. He's a off yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I kind of want to try it. I've never had Lord Calvert. I now kind of want to have it. Now we have to serve it at the at the rooster we, we get do. open. And we'll call it the take Nah, nah, nah. Don't name that after me because I have my own drink. Oh, okay. My drink of choice is Blue Raspberry Mad Dog and Gin. That sounds good. But that's... That's 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 drink number one. When I want to feel bougie, it's port wine and gin. That also sounds port great. wine and gin. Yeah, sounds that's crazy. Fa- where in the world did you decide to mix those two? What, how'd that come about? I don't remember. I think I was watching like a Billy Holiday documentary. Someone was <laughs> like, "Oh, she used to drink port wine and gin," and I was like, "She's a real one. I'm yeah. Gonna try that." And it turned out to be good. Oh, that shit slaps. Doug, you ever had that? No. Hmm. BDJ. I know I've uh, never had that. I generally drink the obscure, hard to find, really weird bourbons yeah, myself. Yeah, is a bourbon man. You I'm, know, I'm the vodka. Apparently, I'm not a vodka guy. <laughs> yeah, not at all, man. Yeah, stick to the bourbons for sure, man. For those who don't know, we keep referencing the vodka. Our man BDJ on the computer over here. He 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 makes bourbon. And he makes some damn good bourbon. Yep, and. I love vodka, and I think he may have gotten inspired by my love for vodka to try to make vodka, and he failed miserably. <laughs> it was it was definitely an inspiration, and it certainly did not live up to its inspirer. Yeah. 
And well, you I mean, I guess it's only fitting that that vodka that my vodka would be disgusting. I'm a pretty disgusting human being, so. <laughs> oh, dude. It's just he didn't use potatoes, you know. <laughs> That's what it was. You know that I, after researching because I was I did a lot of research in trying to find a really good recipe because it was a goal of mine to to have something that Michael would like. That was really and truly where the inspiration came from. So it was. And I got to looking at all these different recipes and really only about 5% of the vodkas in in the world actually use potatoes as a main ingredient or an ingredient at all. I guess most of the potatoes go to making french fries, but, you know, what do I know? Uh, One thing I do know to get us back on track is is that I'm loving this new sound, man. I can't stop talking about it, and it makes me wonder, like, because I want to, I want, like, a list of these songs. I want an album of these kind of Tavia songs. Uh, you mentioned this new album is going to be different. Tell us a little bit more about the new album. Do you have an album name? Do you have a potential release date? Get us hyped up, man, because I'm already hyped. I just want more of it. Well, y'all know me. My hero was never one to like be like upfront about everything. Prince, he was always mysterious. You know, the pop-up shows, the dropping albums randomly i will give you a little hint everything's off of my soundcloud so if you know what that means you know what that means all right yeah Wonderful. it's going straight to <laughs> that piff oh <laughs> <laughs> Sight still yeah. up. <laughs> i started after our interview uh last time i started following them on instagram oh that and piff? Yeah, I mean, they're still active. They're very active. That's crazy There's a lot to of think about, wild, dude. weird stuff going on on their Instagram. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's a lot of cool stuff. Well, speaking of speaking of wild, cool Instagram stuff, um, when can when can we see some of that some of that dropping? Though you did just drop a new music video, but yeah. for an older song mm-hmm. uh, called "Slow Love." Yeah, tell us a little bit about that experience making the music video for that. Um. In my head, when I did this song, I wrote that song six years ago, come like April or May. And in my head, when I was writing it, I vividly remember the overcast day for the video. Mm-hmm. Now, overcast, but not dark. Yeah. And it was just out the blue. Zebo hit me up. He was like, hey, somebody canceled. You want to shoot a video this Saturday? And I'm like, yeah, a couple days later everybody's talking about a snowstorm and i'm like fuck it with beauty comes pain because i know it's gonna be cold so we get there and it's it's cold like wind is blowing because the snow is about to come in and i'm just sitting there trying to make the best of this video and uh yeah yeah we, we did it well, you didn't look like you were freezing cold in the video at all. In fact, it's a very well done video. And shout out to Zebo. Shout out to Zebo yeah. uh, for doing that and for really just creating a lot of content for um, for I guess local artists. But he, I did notice that Zebo was mainly uh, shooting like more like rap and hip hop music videos, more into that, more like versed in that scene. I mean, it's it comes with the area. Like guys hit me up have been hitting me up a lot recently with like budgets that are crazy like i know i make good music i mean i try to stay humble about it but like and then, the sound and my budget are two different animals they haven't caught up to each other yeah exactly mm-hmm. so yeah. like i can't just like give you my rent and be like okay shoot this music video yeah zebo is budget friendly he's professional he 
he's just like the guy to go to. Yeah. And I like that he's building up a repertoire of people from like the area. Yeah. It's like we all communicate, we all repost each other's stuff. It's like a team built around your favorite videographer. That's pretty terrific. It's, it's exactly our philosophy exactly. On, on how we build this scene up. Yeah. <clears throat> that's why we like guys like Zebo and guys like Tavius. You know, and and that's and that's another thing I, I wanted to bring up. Like Zebo, you said Zebo, he he does mostly hip hop and and R&B stuff, but I mean he did work for us for the Battle of the Bands we went to, and that was all hard rock stuff, and he yep. did a fantastic bang up job with that video. Yeah, well, that's true. We didn't give thing. him much to work with, but he still made it yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. True. I don't remember the last time a country guy or a metal guy approached me at Walmart with a mixtape. Like, I don't know what it is about that scene, but they're not really going as hard as these rappers are. Well, I haven't cut mine yet, so just you just you just wait. Let me know which Walmart. I'll be there waiting on you. Exactly, man. I'm, See, I, I I'm mean, never one... going to Myrtle School Road. <laughs> no, never. you mean Murder School Road. Yeah. yeah. Well, one aspect of the business is, you know, you talk about niche you know, and specialties, you know, there's certain production companies there's record labels that are really good at this one thing and i get that like if you're if you're a great hip-hop producer produce hip-hop don't try to make country music when that's not your thing yeah you say you say say that till you hear this album like like the ride is a country song i don't care what anybody tells me it is a country song well the point that i'm making is that like Guys like you and other artists that, that, that we talk to, you know, they kind of stay in their lane because that's where the people that know how to get them to the next next step is. Yeah, and I don't think and, that new sound is out of your lane to that yeah. point not at all by any means. You doing something different is amazing. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. And, that, and that's the kind of thing that, that we want to help foster and create at the Rooster. That's the reason why we have so many different types of music here on the show. Exactly. Is because I see, you know, I've and I mean, you, you know, you talk about... You envisioning your future, or what do they call it when you um, manifest? Manif- yes, yeah. manif- when you try to manifest, and I think a lot about those nights, you know, where it's not a weekend where we're doing singer-songwriter open mics, and we get you know two guys that that have completely different sounds that that start a conversation, and next thing you know, they're making music together, and it's like, whoa, that happened because we gave them this opportunity. And you know what that makes me miss, Zoe's. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to Zoe's. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Zoe's crew. Just I know another, just one. another good example of the man coming in and crushing the music scene. Oh yeah, man. Well, I bought this building, so they can't catch me. <laughs> yeah. They can't turn me into a lawn. Oh no, nah, I'll be out there shooting guns at like four o'clock in the morning, making sure the property value stays down. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. That's gentrifying. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, look, I'll I'll put my truck on cinder blocks in front of the venue. Like <laughs> Y'all want what? Property value what? <laughs> That's all we can Hold ask. Hold on, for, I man. need that value to go up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but your your point's well taken. Yeah. Because most of the other community or suburbs around Charlotte were turned into manufactured neighborhoods. You know, you've got basically 15 Ballantines around Charlotte and Gastonia. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Gaston County. They're trying to do it with, with Belmont, but I think Belmont keeps it pretty real. It's it's still pretty redneck out there. Yeah. Yeah. North by God, Belmont. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, I, I don't think, 
I think that there's too much personality in Gastonia to 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 have it turned into a soda sopa. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you can't squander what's there, man. And there's so much here. Yeah, you know. My thing is, these neighborhoods that they're building up in, like, yeah, it's cool that they're trying to improve everything. Like, I get it, but, and I'm I'm trying to find the polite way to say this. Well, you you got to keep the soul or the 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 the, the characteristics and the personality. If there's a way to make your na- your your community better without losing its identity. Yeah. Yeah. But like you you can go and buy a twenty dollar mixed drink and then come outside and there's some homeless dude like asking you for money. And like that's just I'm not talking about Gastonia like bad, but that's just the reality of where we're at now. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're building that place up, but the homeless problem and the drug problem is coming in fast. Like, I was doing something last week, and I saw them clearing out a park, and I was just like, yeah, it's sad. It had just snowed, and the snow had melted. That's another thing. Like, rent's too high, homeless people everywhere, and it was very cold a couple weeks ago. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, the priorities in the city just don't look right to me. Well, that's a problem anywhere you go. Right? Yeah. That's not that's not singular to Gastonia and Gaston County. This, in fact, we have it pretty mild compared to some of the other parts of the southeast. Yeah, no, and no, it, no. It is, like, it is real and as sad and as real as that is, it's mm-hmm. a real problem. And there are a lot of great people doing a lot of good work. Shout out to my people at the United Way and the Salvation Army. I, I know these people; they really do care and they do the best they can for for you know to help the people in those situations. And you know, it didn't help. <laughs> You know, building the ball field helped, but it hurt. I, I get it. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying, yeah. but at the same time, you know, it's it's one of those rising tide lifts all ships situations because with this new development do, does come new jobs and new opportunities for people to you know you know, get themselves in a better situation. Oh yeah. And, but you're never gonna you know, you know I don't I don't want to victim blame or anything like that, but you're never gonna get rid of that problem. There's mm. always gonna be people that care more about whatever that vice is. Or whatever it is that that brought them down to begin with, then they do, you know, making a better life for themselves. And as sad and as real as that is, you know, it's, you know, I, I hope, I hope, you, we like we're talking about manifestation. I've even had the thought because we were when we were demoing the building, um, we were in there doing demo to the floor, and the homeless guy walks in. And we're, I mean, I'm over there. I, I didn't hear anything. I've got this jackhammer going. I'm like this, <laughs> you know, and I just I look. I happen to look up, and there's a homeless guy walked in. I was like, hey, bro, I was like, you can't be in here, you know, God forbid the piece of concrete flop, hit him in the head, and then, bam, there's no rooster, right? Yeah. But I started talking to him, and you know, he then he told me he was homeless, he was looking for some help, and I, you know what I told him? I said, come back when we get open. I said, I'll put you on, yeah. you know, if you want to work, you know, and so there, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good for that kind of thing, and I get your point. Your, your point's well taken, but I don't think we have to worry that much about it in Gastonia. Because there's too, there's still too many people buying the property that are 
that are native to here. Like now, now on the other side of the county, that's not the case. You got yeah. a lot of investors that are buying up property that aren't that aren't from anywhere down here around here. But downtown Gastonia, for the most part, you're seeing a lot of locals invest in the property down there. I don't know how the hell we got on this subject. This is <laughs> nothing to do with entertainment. <laughs> it was Tavius's fault, man. My bad. <laughs> We're skating on that ice yeah. of uh, politics. Yeah, and God forbid I, I say something that pisses somebody slip, off. Slip back just a little bit. Yeah, exactly, man. I'm, I'm ready to get back to talking about this new sound, man. Yeah, all right, all right. Ask me questions about the sound. Ask me all the questions. <laughs> so where are you practicing at? Because, like, you know, you're... you're practice. Play- we're talking practice. about practice. We're talking about practice. Not the album. Practice. Yeah, I want to know where, where, are you, where are you writing this music at? Um, like, do you have a place that you can go record at? Do you have a do you do you team up with anybody? Or my you house. All this by yourself. You do it in your garage. Sometimes we play music at my well, house. Okay. I kind of moved out of my well that house I was sharing with my cousins back in like July, but then I immediately caught COVID. So I've been in this trailer from about the end of July to now. And I know I look good and I sound good now, but I did not feel this way two weeks ago. I'm literally on like day eight of being back in my, ooh, I can box a centaur move. Nice. Like, but uh, yeah, I've been. I love his metaphors. I did too. He's <laughs> chilling. What do you think, Doug? It's good? I like it. Cool. This was me, the monk, healing, oh. writing songs while being shit broke. Oh man, and, have, and recovering. Have you been able to get out and play at all before you got COVID? Have you not played any shows recently? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's this isn't even his final form, is what he's saying. You know, it, this is all coming from like shutting in and making all the music, and then when it comes out, he's not even going to give you a release date. You're just going to get this album dropped on your head, and it's going to be amazing. That's so we're still in that we're still in that chrysalis stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where we're forming forming our beautiful butterfly. Exactly. <laughs> all the heartache and hardship and pain are putting all Being that pressure, <laughs> turning him into the diamond that he is. Exactly. Exactly, I get man. it. I get it. I know exactly what that feels like. I think that's the vibe of the album. It's it's a it's a diamond album. You know what I mean? Like pressure right. To be honest, this album literally is the end of September to like the end of December. Because for the first time in my life, I got to go to uh, Charlotte and like interact with other musicians like you told me about that yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't really drop any names but like it's like an expo if I go to Charlotte to work with a rapper's friends which rapper did I go to Charlotte to hang out with his friends to make music I'm not don't don't say any names don't but anyway yeah. I was out there and I've been learning I've been watching and I've been adding that to what I do and that really got me thinking, like, okay, it's just me in this studio. It's it's just me. Like, I can't ask somebody to come in and, like, play drums over here or, like, can you add this part here? I have to do that. So, like, yeah, it's a lot of pressure, but at the end of the day, are you it's just that the workflow. By, are you saying that's by choice, that you want it that way? It's, it's, it's kind of 50-50. Like, I reach out a lot. And everybody's like, yeah, we'll do it, we'll do it. But then things come up. And, like, that's time. That's, like, very valuable time. And, like, literally, I can play all the stuff myself. Maybe not to the level that I want it to be played, but, like, hey, you got to do something. Like, you can't just stand still and expect people to want to come listen to it. So you either drop it now 
or never drop it and hope people still care. Like that's that's where I've been at. And I'm not I can't I can't just sit back. It's like being when I was sick, I was like, damn, nobody's promoting my music for me. Nobody's promoting this stuff for me. So it just all fell on me. Sounds like you're it sounds like you're in that uh, phase of I don't want to say learning the hard way, but you're but you are learning that that you know if you in order to make it you have to put in all that work. It, it I sounds mean, like one of those things where if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'll be perfectly honest. I can relate because for the first, you know, I would say the first year of this adventure I've been on, I, I you know, it wasn't until I called Cody. When I called Cody, when COVID shut the project down and I called Cody and was like, what do you think about doing this podcasting? And he was into it. That was the first time in almost a year that anyone else gave a shit about what I was doing. Right. Like, you know, I had started to like talk about it and get people excited about it, but you know, no one was trying to help. Yeah. I was full in. Yeah. Cody was all in on day one. Yeah. You know, and then from that, the excitement that we created with each other brought in more people. And then we met BDJ. Yeah. And BDJ slowly crept into my life and and we became friends. And and when we started doing this video thing, I was like, man, won't you, won't you come be a part of this? Yeah. And he's and 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 that's you know brick by brick by brick building that community and it's and it's it's fucking hard. It oh, is yeah. really hard to make and people care about what you're doing. It's taken a while, and now now that we I think we're at a great level with it, we're having um, extra guests come in and sit on the show. I want to thank Doug. Doug, thank you for coming into the Thanks show. For being here, Doug. You having a good time? Absolutely. Cool. Um, BDJ, you having a good time over here? I'm always having a good time. It's we're, it's nice being being able to sit in front of a computer like I do the rest of the rest of the workday. We're having a good time. We're having a good time. I don't know if we are, but I'd just like to say we're having a good time. I'm having a phenomenal time. I do, me too, man. Marvelous, marvelous. Marvelous indeed. Uh so yeah, Michael, I think you're absolutely right uh about what you were saying. And um but my question to you is, with that being said, Tavius, are you looking to do any sort of collabs with anybody on this album? Or is it just going to be all me, collabs? Not really. I'm, okay, it's 2022. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be my Prince year. Like, I've wrote so <laughs> much music. I have, I have enough music for a rapper to come in and record. Like, maybe, maybe like a... A band of people that want to sound like Mac DeMarco and maybe like some guys that like grunge they can come in and get like some of my leftover tracks from this album but we'll have a sound we'll all sound different but it'll be us and we'll be from the same area like that's all I've been trying to do and I guess people don't trust me enough to like believe in me to do it but like literally my last album don't sound like this album like that's that's kind of how how I like gauge it like what why don't y'all you know why, what, think, what am I, think, I doing wrong yeah, it, it, to, for those watching you know I think what you're hearing is a man that you know is looking for some people to jam with that want to take it seriously basically you know and, yeah. and you know that's 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 the one common thread of most of the artists we've had on the show is you know it's some of the bands that we've had on where like four and five guys I, you know we almost always bring up about you know how you're able to keep it together yeah because because that's that's that seems like everyone's biggest challenge and you know it could be a regional thing it, it could be you know that you're just at different levels than other people that I, I don't know what the reason may be i'm sure there's a million different reasons why it's hard to keep a band together 
But, you know, what you're hearing, if you're watching, you're a musician and you like this sound, you know, reach out to the man because clearly the man's talented. Clearly he has a, a you know, a direction he's going in and a vision. True. And, you know, you could be a part of that. And I know somebody's got to be watching this right now thinking the exact same thing you're thinking. I just wish I could find someone that would take this shit seriously. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the show going, get me on a track, Tavius. What do I got to do, man? What does it take? We'll, we'll do it soon. We so, will. Give he me, just give me about three weeks. Three weeks. Give me three weeks. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> normally good about getting back with him. Like, I've literally just, like, I started that new job. I got sick and then, like, trying to it's been get lot. everything back together. You watch out for it, though, man. One of the tracks I might, can't say, wait to hear it. might say featuring Cody with a K. We don't know yet. Can't wait to hear it. We'll give him three weeks. We'll see where we're at. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, exactly. Uh, the The new sound is great, and I can't wait for the whole album for it. Um, you know, wh- what else is going on? What else is new, Tavius? What else What else do you have planned? What's in the future? I really want to go see my homegirl, Mavis Staples. She's doing some music festival in Charleston, like April 22nd. And like all my faves are getting old. Yeah. Like Ronald Isley, I think he'll be eighty one this year. Dion Warwick will be eighty two. James and Tume died last month. Sad. So like, yeah, I really want to go see like all my favorite old people this year. Cause like COVID put a damper on everything, but like now they're starting to come back out, and I just really want to go see my homies. Yeah. Is a, there anyone new that we should know about? Yeah. Anyone new that you're listening to that 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 that, that maybe new? we should check out? Mm. Or newer. I don't know. Because like, that genre is kind of dying with those people. Like the people, you know, it's, I, I, I talk about this a lot. I love 90s R&B music. Oh, right? yeah. Big time. Love that stuff. You know, the quiet storm. And like <laughs> R&B music today, for the most part, I would say popular R&B music. It's all baby making. Well, it's it's well, all about nah. cheating and going behind your back and like, like they, you, know, you know, boys to men and Aaliyah, they were writing songs about being in love. Okay, but you, right? you kind of can't lump Aaliyah in there because like Robert was writing her songs and that's just like a uh, weird okay, rabbit Robert. hole I don't want to go down. <laughs> okay, well, I just happened to heard, heard her recently, but, so I, she's on the brain. Yeah. Four page letter. Uh, it's a good song Very. but but those 90s a lot of those R&B artists were writing songs you know love songs you know and then but but now you know you, you flip on to an R&B station and it's all about you know going behind someone's back and cheating on your man and this and that and you're spending your man's money or your woman's money and it's like this isn't or, this, this or, isn't what I want to hear or, like yeah, or like making love under the influence of drugs and Molly and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm just saying, like that. To me, that's not R and B. So mean, it's kind of like the same thing what you're talking about. That genre's kind of dying. So that's kind of that's the reason why I asked the question. Like, who's new that that that's picking up that torch? I, I think don't really. Is. I've been yeah. trying to take the torch. Like I'm well, not trying. Like I've been saying, they handed me the torch and like basically <laughs> they did. walking around with my dick on the table holding the torch. Like come and take this from me. But like I guess it's not mine to take. But like I guess it's a culture shift going on. This last Got ten you. years, everybody's like abandoning everything. And I don't know. We kind of the the generations before us 
knew how to act in public and how to act at home. The problem now is everybody wants to act the way in public that they do at home, and that's not how life has ever worked. So now it's flowing into the music. Like, like Smokey Robinson said on like a Breakfast Club interview, we couldn't write all that stuff that y'all can write and release now. But if we could, we probably would have. But at the same time, it's just, you have to be clever. You had to be clever with how you wrote stuff in there. Like Yeah, they're just dropping little breadcrumbs for you. And now now the songs are just lay it all out for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Leave something to the imagination. About, can I write a song about farting and murder porn? I think that's so. That's pretty much what happens in my house. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah. That's a terrible joke. Yeah. It's it's not not really cuz like that's still refreshing <laughs> to the same four themes we hear every day. Like I just wish people would bring the human experience back to music and like stop trying to be a product all the damn time. Like Yeah, which is what I like about our show and i know we brought it up before about our our show we've talked about our show before but like yourself and all the other artists that we talk to are all so original and they you're not hearing the same common themes that you're hearing on the radio or in or in you know popular top 20 music you know what i mean everybody that sits on this couch uh the casting couch oh god that you're sitting on right now uh, has, made him feel dirty. Oh yeah. Well, we were talking about speaking R&B. of putting your dick on the table. Yeah, exactly. It's that time of the show. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. My point is, is there, there's been a lot, a lot of original originality come through here, and uh, you know, this new sound that you've got is super original, and I, it just left me wanting more. And we celebrate that. We celebrate yeah. originality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and you know, that's 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 what we're all about building this community. I, I think a lot of your frustrations. Well, I won't say a lot. I'll say some of your frustrations will be alleviated when we do this summer. We get the this place open and we start to create these these events and, and these nights where people can come and express themselves and. Yeah, who knows what could come of it? We it, we can make it whatever we want it to be. Exactly. You know oh what I'm yeah. Saying? You know, and I think people will show up. Wait, wait. Did I ever tell y'all about the story where I got like silently booed in Atlanta? No. no. Okay. Let's hear it. So story time. I want to say it was last April or May. My mom sent me a screenshot from this thing on Facebook, and they were like, "Come to Atlanta, blah blah blah, perform, and it's a showcase. It'll be judged." You know, okay. Just I took off work, went down there, did it. Was there a lot of people there? Like, I mean, where, where was it at? Was that a theater? It was at a a little bar, or restaurant. But I guess they do this all the time. So, but it was mostly like musicians and their girlfriends. It wasn't really anybody in there who like didn't make music. Sounds like an event venue, or sounds like a music venue. Yeah, <laughs> and like nobody judged it. But when I went to perform, and this might have oh, been they were judging. They were judging. They yeah. were judging. Because, like, I did Say With Your Heart. And maybe Atlanta wasn't the right city to do that song. I probably should have done, like, I Got Time or Slow Love. But we all dance to the same thing. Like, it sounds like a TikTok song. I thought I was good. But when I tell you I got up there and everybody was staring at me like that Dave Chappelle skit where John Mayer was playing the guitar. <laughs> no way, man. That sucks, man. Was the whole night like that? I mean, that was... No, nah, because everybody else there was really like, 
rappers and like spoken word and you know the the R and the popular R and spoken word today. and they and they silenced you. Because <laughs> yeah. like they didn't boo, they just like gave me the like what the hell is this dude doing? And I was just like oh okay. I mean you know what it is I I, I think that. Maybe they had this misconception that you're going to sound a certain way, and when you got up there, you blew their minds with a different sound, and I guess it just wasn't... I mean, if you're saying that they were mainly doing, like, rap and... Spo- what do you mean, spoken word? Like, poetry? Like, like, like dudes... Yeah, yeah, like... Not quite slam, slam poetry, poetry but yeah. something like that. Like, peaceful slam poetry. Like. Yeah. Well, that's insane. <laughs> Say with your heart's a great song, man. It is a great song, and I'm just trying to think if there's a way we could crowbar in spoken word night at the rooster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to say anything mean. Yeah. But I've seen, I, I've never been to a spoken word event, so I, I'm not going to judge until I see it for myself. But I have some thoughts. I, I have some thoughts. Doug, have you, Doug, ever, seen, you, you ever seen spoken word poetry in person? Twice. Twice. Was it good? Not at all. <laughs> give me a give me a give me a subject matter. Let me give you guys some spoken word. Oh, this is gonna be good. Um, board games. Bored? Am I bored playing games? Monopoly fake money. Thimble makes honey. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Spoken word. Was that good? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. No claps. Doug, did you like that? Six out of ten. Six out of ten. What do you think? <sighs> I think it was better than the vagina monologues. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> what do you guys think? I thought it was great. Thank you. I love the thimble honey joke. Is Tavis is the only one being honest right here. Yeah, Tavis (laughs) Tavis is being honest. He's keeping his mouth shut. Was it better than those dudes in Hotlanta doing spoken word? I'm going to keep it a band with you. All right. Yours wasn't that bad. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. But these dudes had just got out of jail. They had time to think. Oh, They were... Well, it Michael gave me a shitty subject matter. Board oh, it's game. my fault. You yeah. said this fucking word. <laughs> That's what it is, man. I thought it was clever. Yeah, board games. It was, yeah. it was good. I bet that just bored our whole audience right there. <laughs> That's where everybody stopped watching right there. Yeah, I want to see the big drop off. Everybody man. clicked off right there. But if you're still watching, Tavius, uh, tell our audience where to find you, man. Where to find me? Um... Can't find him nowhere. It's exclusive. Well, I prefer if you found me on like Cash App or uh, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, you know, that whole thing. But if you want to look at me, uh, my Instagram handle is Truck Stop Dick Pills, and I'm not changing it don't. ever. Please don't. So, Please yeah. don't. I love that. Truck Stop. Dick pills. Whenever you go into a gas station and you see those rhino and extends, just think of me. Think of Tavius. Doug's over there on his phone typing away right now. I gotta find this man. 
Uh, Hit him up. He'll put it on the table for you. Exactly. <laughs> that might cost you a little extra. Exactly. Well, dude, uh, we've. I think we've put it all out on the table for everybody today. Tavius, thank you again for for coming on to the show, coming back to the show, and yeah, next, thank you for coming back. Next time you're back, it'll be in the green room at the Rooster. Uh, I think Michael wants to make a little bit announce uh, a little bit of an announcement on uh, our progress on opening. Um. Well, we got a closing date. Yeah. We got a closing date, so it's it's finally happening. It's it's coming. We're, it's taken a long time to get here. I, I don't mind dropping this on on Tavius. He's a friend of the he's a friend of the group, friend of the show, friend of, of the venue. Uh, however, we're gonna say that. Yeah. But it's 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 finally happening, y'all. And you know, a month or two from now, you'll see us in there making some noise, getting some update videos during the construction process. Yeah, yeah this we're, we're you know I don't want to make any official announcements yet because I'm not going to believe it until I have that piece of paper signed. <laughs> True, it's well, taken so long, but but we've we we've come so far, uh, we've grown a lot, we've we've turned this. You know, I mean, I don't want to. I think every episode we've done has, has been good, but I think we've we've gotten a whole lot better with what we're doing here. We can toot our and, own horn. Yeah, and when we get into the green room, is like I'm literally going to paint the walls green screen green. That's good. <laughs> so that every wall we can use, we can put superimpose whatever we want. Like it's going to be a legit green room. We're going to be doing this way more than once a week. Yeah, uh, we're going to be doing everything we can for for to entertain you exactly yeah um so keep keep supporting us please and and for for christ's sake check out tavis's music the man is he's, he's a master he's a musical genius and if you're out there and you want to collab hit this man up you know make some great music be cash app ready be cash app ready though Shout out to Doug Benson for sitting in the chair today. That's right, Alle- to license- allegedly. Yeah, due to licensing, we can't show his face. <laughs> exactly, allegedly. But um, yeah, great show. Great Thanks, show, guys. man. Thanks again. Thanks, oh, Tavius. Thanks, Thanks for Thanks the invite. DJ.